This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small, devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 34 is going to be from Matthew chapter 4. And verse 4, physical food is not enough to sustain the Christian. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, but he, but he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You see, physical food is not going to be enough to sustain the Christian. We need spiritual food in order to sustain the Christian. Jesus had been tempted in the wilderness, and he was hungry because he had been fasting. And when the devil came to him and asked him to turn stones to bread, this is how Jesus answered. He said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And this is exactly what we need. We need every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God in order to be Christian, in order to be able to do what God wants us to do and to live how God wants us to live, we need to listen to every single word that he says. In Exodus chapter 16, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them, whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gathered daily. And so the children of Israel were wandering in the wilderness, and they complained that they were hungry. And so God sent them manna, and he gave them certain rules by which they were to handle this manna. And so in verse 4 of Exodus chapter 16, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And so when they were hungry, God fed them with manna. But there were certain things that they had to do in order to be pleasing to God when they collected it. And so man did not get to eat it just however they wanted to eat it. They had to eat it by God's rules. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Physical food is not enough to sustain the Christian. If we want to be a Christian, we need to be sustained by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you and allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. 
And so even when God was feeding them with manna, he was testing them to see if they would live the way that he desired them to live. He wanted them to know that man was not sustained by bread alone, but that he would sustain them and that he would be their portion. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You know, oftentimes today, we never miss a meal today. We are always looking for our next meal and where it's going to come from. But when it comes to God's word and feasting upon God's word, we're starving. We think that just one meal a week is sufficient, and we're lucky if we get that. Some people say, well, I can be Christian without going to worship services, and they don't even get the one meal that way. And so they're starving themselves spiritually. We could not sustain ourselves on one meal a week. How come we think that we can sustain ourselves on one spiritual meal a week? We need multiple meals a week of God's Word. We need to feast at the banquet of God's Word if we're going to be able to sustain ourselves scripturally. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 6 and following, it says, verses 5 and following, it says, Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, his angels came and ministered to him. These are the other two temptations that Jesus went through in Matthew chapter 4. Just previous to that, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, we see the verse that we're using for the context today. Physical food is not enough to sustain the Christian. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. All three temptations have something in common. In all three, Jesus said, It is written. In response to the temptation offered by the devil, in order to try to get Jesus to sin, Jesus said, It is written. It is written. It is written. All three times. And this is an understanding of what it means that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Whenever temptation comes around, we have to have it is written in order to get out of it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, it says, No temptation has taken man, except for that which is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow us to be tempted above what we're able, but with every temptation, provide a means of escape that you might be able to bear it. 
You see, God is faithful. He will not allow us to be tempted above what we're able, but with every temptation, provide a means of escape. That means of escape is his word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Physical food is not enough to sustain the Christian. We can eat all day long, but if we're not feasting upon God's word, we're going to be lacking something in our lives. We're going to be lacking the substance to keep us alive scripturally. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. If we don't know his word, then we're not going to know the means of escape that he has provided because as Jesus showed us, When tempted by the devil, the means of escape that he provided us and that he will not allow us to be tempted above what we're able is his word. If we know his word, we can get ourselves out of temptation by using his word to say, no, it is written, devil, we cannot do this. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of of God. And then verse 7, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And then in verse 10, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And all three temptations, notice it is written, it is written, it is written. We need to be feasting upon the word of God so that when temptation rolls around, we are able to say it is written and stay out of the temptation that is tempting us. In John chapter 4, verses 10 through 14, the Bible says, Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was who says to you, Give me drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and His livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Notice verse 13 again. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. So the the water that came from Jacob's well did not satisfy thirst entirely. But the water that Jesus was offering would satisfy thirst forever, would not become thirsty again, because it would spring up into everlasting life. And the water that he's talking about is himself. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. Physical food is not enough to sustain the Christian. If the Christian is trying to live solely on physical food, they will become hungry again. But if they will eat of the bread that is offered by God and drink of the water that is offered by Jesus, then we will never thirst again. In John chapter 6, verses 31 through 35, it says, Our father ate the manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. You see, Jesus is the bread of life. 
If we come to him and we eat of him and we drink of him, then we will never hunger or thirst again in a spiritual sense. And spiritual food is so much more important than physical food. God fed the children of Israel with manna. But the next time it came down, they would be hungry again. And they would go out and they would gather it up once again. But Jesus said, I am the bread of life. If you truly understood why he was giving you this manna to begin with, you would understand that it was prophecy of me coming into this world. In John chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Jesus gave us the Word. He spoke the words of the Father so that we could have this water and this food that would spring up in us everlasting life. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, it says it's powerful and living and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide soul from spirit, bone from marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God is that powerful in our lives. And we need to be making sure that we are eating of it, if we're partaking of it, so that we can have everlasting life. The food that Jesus provides us will last on into eternity because we are to be sanctified by it. John chapter 17 and verse 17, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. In John chapter 6 and verse 48, Jesus once again said, I am the bread of life. We need to be eating of the bread of life. We need to be more concerned with the bread of life than we are with physical food. Because physical food, when we eat it, we will be hungry again. But if we'll eat the bread of life, it doesn't matter if we don't have any physical food whatsoever. If we starve down here in this world because of a lack of physical food, but we're eating the bread of life, then we have the promise of everlasting life in heaven, which is going to be far better than this world. Paul said in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21, For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. If we die down here because of starvation, but we have been eating the spiritual food of Jesus, which Jesus offers to us in the form of his word, and we are approved of by God, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we have been rightly dividing the word of truth and living by it here in this world, then we will never hunger or thirst again in the next, and it will be so much better for us. So as we go about our lives today, Let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.